Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs from Sarasota, Florida. Those of you that are listening, those of you that are watching, welcome in to The Torch today. Uh, Always a privilege to be together. We have uh, been praying for this episode. We've been praying as we've been preparing and setting up here in the studio for today to be with you. Believe that this episode is going to carry... um, the right weight and the word and the presence of the Lord. And so I want to go right into prayer. I want to jump right into our subject matter today. And so, Father, we, again, we thank you for this beautiful day that you have given us. Thank you for life, Lord. Thank you for your presence, your abiding presence within us. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We honor you. Lord, we worship you. And Lord, we just give you, we give you preeminence right now in this podcast. We just set you as as everything, as the centerpiece, as the cornerstone, and everything in between, Lord. We just thank you. We honor you in this day. I thank you for every friend, every partner, every new friend, every new partner, Lord, that is coming, joining into um, this time of the torch in our ministry. And Father, I pray that we would be effective to point everyone to your heart, everyone to your passions and your fire, unto your righteousness, Lord. Today we call out, we pray, Lord, for a revival of righteousness, a revival of morality, hallelujah, a revival of your heart, a revival of your fire, an awakening to our nation, an awakening to the nations of the earth, an awakening to your church, an awakening to ministries, to pastors, to leaders, in Jesus' name. Father, we speak an awakening in our, in our civil government, Lord, in, our, in the people of our nation, Father. We pray that they would arise, Lord, and that they would engage in this battle, literally, to save the United States of America. And Father, I thank you that you are warring with us and through your ecclesia, the church that you are building at the gates of hell will not prevail against. And Father, I strengthen your people in your church. And I pray that you would just begin to navigate me through this time, make us effective, make this word clear. Lord, even as it goes forth today, I pray that those that will pick up this episode in the coming days, the coming maybe even weeks or months, Father, that this would bring inspiration, clarity. It would release uh, boldness and courage into your people. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Come on, can I get an amen out there? The words of Jesus, Matthew 24, verse 12, he says, because of the increase of lawlessness, the love of many will grow cold. Let me say that again. He said, because of the increase of lawlessness, the love of many will, will grow cold. My friend, I pray that will never, ever, ever be your story. 
Do not let this world's wickedness, do not let this world's perversions, do not let this world's anarchy make you cold, but just pursue every day in prayer, every single day in prayer. Pray in the Spirit. Do not neglect praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Spirit and asking for God's pure fire, asking for the fire of God's love to be set afresh in your heart, not only for the Lord, not only for His church, but also for this wicked generation. In Jesus' name. Psalm 112, verse 6 through 8, it says this. It says, For the righteous will never be moved. Come on. For the righteous will never be moved. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. Those of you listening, those of you watching, I pray that in this hour, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever battles that you are presently engaged in, whatever spiritual assignment that you are presently engaged in, I pray in Jesus' name that your heart will be steady. Let me say that again. I pray in Jesus' name your heart will be steady. Your heart will be anchored in Christ alone. So we have an LGBTQ and trans movement right now, of course, which is utterly demonic. It's evil. It's total deception. They would have you believe that they own the month of June. And and what it is, is they're trying to take an entire month to grooming America's children into an, a diabolical web of sexual filth, deception, total delusion. They've come out of the closet. Now the, they've not only come out of the closet, I mean, they're just raging wolves and they're ready to prey on the precious children of our nation. Call it what it is. It's just sexual predators on the loose sexual predators i gotta tell you i uh i watched a disney video early this morning uh, a disney video that the lgbtq and disney of course put together it was sent to me by a pastor from naples florida i can't even describe to you right now <clears throat> i don't have the words to tell you how it has set me on fire um they are they are just openly unapologetically praying on the kids of this country. And I just want to say today, very plainly, very openly, if you're watching me, you're listening today, I'm not conceding, and nor should any of us be conceding the month of June or any other month to this wicked and perverted movement that God stands opposed to. You need to hear that today. God stands opposed to this movement and I want to say today, this is not America's new normal, and we need to refuse it. And we need to say today that June belongs to the righteous. Hallelujah. June belongs to the Lord. The rainbow belongs to our covenant-keeping God. It doesn't believe that belong to this queer movement. The rainbow belongs to the Lord. He's a covenant-keeping God. I don't know what's happening in your city. I don't know where you're listening from today. I can tell you this. Sadly, in our city, 
Um, we've got a lot of city officials that are just buying into this agenda. There's, there's pride flags all over the streets of our city. I hate to even say that. Flags that are saying stand, stand for equality, stand for respect, stand with the pride. Uh, obviously, this is not the majority of our city, but it's, it's just so unfortunate. Our city leaders are bowing down to this agenda. I pray to God it comes to an end. It's amazing to me. It's just, it's amazing how many people are bowing down to this agenda. They're just worshiping this idol. Uh, you see company after company just pledging their allegiance to all of this moral depravity, celebrating it. I'll tell you, it's, it's a grave warning to us, friend. Now, listen, you're on the torch. You're not on chicken noodle soup for the soul. You're on the torch. This kind of moral depravity, ladies and gentlemen, can, it has the potential to destroy the United States of America. Make no mistake about it. This cannot be allowed. We cannot continue to go on forward in this w without the church rising up and re just utterly rebuking it, standing against it, fighting against it. Everyone needs to be a voice in this hour. Everyone needs to join in this fight. Jesus needs the church that, that he's building that the gates of hell are not going to stand against. I say it so many times, but we need to be very clear. This is the hour that God has called us to. This is the hour of divine confrontation. There's no excuses. There's no getting out of it. God is calling you, brother, to the front line. He's calling you, sister, to the front line. We're going to have to be able to roar, but we're also going to have to be able to roar with wisdom. We're going to be able to have to roar with love. We're going to be have, we're going to have to war with truth. We're going to have to war, uh, roar and war with the truth. We can't be backwards about it. We've got to be able to speak. Now, the word of God talks very clearly about the culture that we're seeing, and there's no mincing words in this in Romans chapter 1. I'm going to go ahead and read this out of the Passion Translation this morning. Throughout, this is verse 21, excuse me, throughout human history, the fingerprints of God were upon them, and yet they refused to honor him as God or even be thankful for his kindness. Instead, they entertained corrupt and foolish thoughts about what God was like. This left them with nothing but misguarded hearts steeped in moral darkness. And although claiming to be wise, they were, in fact, shallow fools. For only a fool would trade the unfading splendor of an immortal God to worship the fading image of other humans idols made to look like people or animals or birds or even creeping reptiles. Verse 24 goes on, it says, this is why God lifted off his restraining hand. That is sobering words, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to it again. This is why God lifted off his restraining hand and let them have the full expression of their sinful and shameful desires. My God, it's, it's just everything in our culture right now. Let me read on. It says they were given over to moral depravity, dishonoring their bodies by sexual perversion amongst themselves, all because they traded the truth of God for a lie. 
They worshiped and served the things God made rather than the God that made them all. Glory and praise to him forever and ever. Amen. And for this reason, God gave them over to their own disgraceful and vile passions. Inflamed with lust for one another, men and women ignored the natural order and exchanged normal sexual relations for homosexuality. Women engaged in lesbian conduct and men committed shameful acts with men, receiving in themselves the due penalty for their deviation. What a strong word, deviation. What is that? It's breaking God's design. It's breaking God's order. A deviation sexually is breaking free. Uh, of course, it's bondage, but they, they in their mind think they're breaking free from God's moral design. It's deviation. It's what, it's what the word says. Verse 28. And because they thought it was worthless to embrace the true knowledge of God. God gave them over. There's those words again that are just very sobering. God gave them over to a worthless mindset to break all the rules of proper conduct. Their sinful lives became full of evil, of every form of or kind of evil. Wicked schemes, greed, cruelty. Their hearts overflowed with jealous cravings. And with conflict and strife, which drove them into hateful arguments and murder. And murder. Notice where this goes, to the height of this. They are deceitful liars full of hostility. They are gossips who love to spread malicious slander. With inflated egos, with, excuse me, with inflated egos, they hurl hateful insults at God. Yet, are nothing more than arrogant boasters. They are rebels against their parents and totally immoral. They are senseless, faithless, ruthless, heartless, and completely merciless. Although they were fully aware of God's law and pop, proper order, and knowing that those who do all these things deserve to die, yet they still go headlong into darkness, encouraging others to do the same, and I'm plotting them when they do. Let me read that last verse to you. Listen to these words very carefully. Yet they still go headlong into darkness, encouraging others to do the same, applauding them when they do. That's what we have right now in this month. We have a movement that has set aside a whole month of grooming, applauding, celebrating, I will say baiting sexual immorality, moral depravity. The prophet Isaiah would say this today. He's still speaking. Woe to those who call evil good. This is Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil and put darkness for light and light for darkness and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. I'll tell you, this is a woe, ladies and gentlemen, to America. My friend, whoever you are listening, whoever you are watching this today, and I know that we have a crowd of people who are enemies, present enemies against us right now that like to check up on these torch episodes. The Word of God says, woe to America. Woe to those. Listen, woe to them that call evil good and good evil. This is huge. 
This is a woe to America right now. This is such a wake-up call. We have got to repent of this. We've got to renounce this. We've got to break free from all allegiances to these unclean spirits. And I've, I keep beating this drum, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not going to get away from it. The church cannot be silent any longer on this. This is war. This is a real war that we're engaged in. It requires everyone to engage. It, re- it requires everyone now to rise up. Uh, before we rise up, we need to pray up. We need to pray up. We need to speak up. We need to fight against this filth. And why? Because we've got to save our kids. Is there anything else more important right now in this generation? It's about saving our kids. It's about saving our society. It's about saving our nation. Psalm 94 and verse 1, it says, O Lord, to whom vengeance belongs, O God, to whom vengeance belongs, shine forth, rise up, O judge of the earth, and render punishment to the proud. I go down to verse 16, same Psalm, Psalm 94, verse 16. And I believe that God is still asking this question. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? We are in an era and it is an epic era. It's an, it's an, uh, uh, an era of warfare. This is a, an, an era of real war. And here we are caught right in the midst of it. We are in a war for the souls of our kids, for the hearts of our kids, for the minds of our kids, for the values of our our children, the convictions of our children, the foundations of the children of America. Our kids need fathers and mothers. Man, our kids need fathers and mothers. They need love. They need protectors. They need defenders. Our kids need those that are willing to shield them from the wolves that literally have no conscience that are trying to pervert them from the youngest of age right here in America's schools. They have no shame, ladies and gentlemen. They have no shame introducing, masquerading all of these queers, dressing up like women, women, introducing pedophilia, introducing homosexual relationships, exploring and awakening sexual activity amongst children, perversion amongst children. It's, it's unbelievable. Folks, the, these videos that are coming out in this month against our kids, it is unprecedented. We have got to speak up. That's why we're doing the torch, ladies and gentlemen. This is not about trying to, you know, just raise awareness for our ministry or get more people to like our church or what. No, this is about the true fight that that we've got to be engaged on. And I got to tell you, I cannot believe right now how many pastors, how many church leaders, how many ministries are utterly silent about everything about everything that really matters while while our culture is in a total avalanche just the silence in the church it just baffles me we have an administration right now out of washington dc that has weaponized the department of justice against parents against us using our first amendment rights 
against parents that are fighting for their kids, fighting for purity, for innocence, for real education, just real education, ladies and gentlemen, just fighting for science and, and math and arithmetic and literature and, and, and government and history. Oh, my gosh. Uh, my wife and I were at a meeting not long ago, and we were informed here locally in our county that, I mean, it, it's not enough for these movements to have the month of June. Now they want the month of October for, for LGBTQ History Month. It's absolutely sickening. I, you know, I, I do this often. And for those of you that are listening in Florida, and I know that we have a very uh, large audience um, in the state I want to say thank you again to Governor DeSantis for just fighting for Florida's children, fighting for Florida's parents. His leadership has been outstanding. And for those of you listening and watching, do not forget to intercede and pray for him every day. There is a special mantle on him and Casey's life for our nation. Continue to pray for them. So where are we? Where are we right now? Where we are right now is America's innocent children are the victims of some of the most vile abuse, indoctrinations, and demonic crimes. I mean, we have just, we've just seen the tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, pure evil. It's just hard to find words to even articulate these things. Something that I would ask of you here on The Torch today is continue to pray for every one of these families that have been preparing for the memorials of their children, I can't even imagine. We as a church, we as a ministry, we have continued to pray for them daily, lifting them up. We better understand something, friends. And I think we need to understand this right now more than ever. Satan is a merciless killer. He is a destroyer. The devil is playing for keeps. He's playing for an eternity of burning doom and unimaginable hell. And also, you make no mistake about this. Satan is a master deceiver. The Bible tells us, it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, I believe it's verse 14. It says that Satan himself transforms himself. Notice that word, he trans. Satan himself trans. He transforms himself into an angel of light. We have got to wake up to this, ladies and gentlemen. This is a war on our children. Right now, we look across America, we see the devil's death factories of Planned Parenthood, which we are decrying and calling out against. I pray to God that we see Planned Parenthood closed in our city, our county, our region, thrown out of our state, that abortion is completely abolished out of Florida. That's the will of God. We need to keep contending for it, praying, decreeing it, and announcing it that it's coming in Jesus' name. We see abortion happening, just a slaughter of Again, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the sins against our children, ladies and gentlemen. The sins of pornography, the sins of trafficking, the sins of abuse. It's, it's just unprecedented right now. Guys, this is, again, this is why we must contend for pure revival and awakening. 
How is all this happening? It's because we have a rebellious generation, a prideful generation that is completely drunk on their own self-indulgences, completely drunk on their own sexual immorality. It's a war against our children. Again, I'm saying to you today, who's going to rise up? Who's going to fight those that are, that are trying to indoctrinate our kids in our schools? Now, many are rising up, but it's not enough. It, I, this awakening is crying out. The Holy, Spirit, the Holy Spirit is crying out and summoning the people of God right now. There has to be a moral outcry in every city. Where, wherever you're at, whatever region you're at in the United States of America right now, please hear me. There has to be a moral outcry from the church in your city. Where are the pastors? Where are the leaders? I'm calling on you, my friend. I'm calling on leaders. I'm calling on pastors that are watching this, and many do. <laughs> I'm calling out to those that are listening right now. We can't go on just pacifying or tolerating this agenda. We have got to begin to war and win for our kids. My God. Let me just take a quick drink for those of you that are listening. Just give me just a second. I don't understand. <clears throat> I don't understand. And listen, I, I, we, we are a praying church, okay? We're a ministry of intercession. There, there's an altar of prayer in this ministry, okay? So I'm not just barking, okay? If you're watching or listening, I'm, I'm not, if you're new to us, I'm not just up here barking. We are a ministry that's built on the altar of prayer and intercession. There is a fire that is alive, okay, and that's burning here. So I'm not just barking or griping. I can't imagine, I just can't imagine how these churches throughout our country are silent. I can't imagine on this most important epic season and watch in, in our history how the church is so silent. Uh, I'm going to move on to some of my notes right now. We need a revival of the Bible back in our schools. Can I get an amen on that? We need a revival of the Bible back in our schools. We need a revival of the Word of the Lord. We need a revival of the ministry of the Holy Spirit back in our schools. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. When America was founded, there was no question in the minds of our founding fathers whether, whether or not children's education would include the Bible or include the Scriptures. The Bible was seen as a textbook for our children. They were expected to know foundational passages our society at that time, they fully recognized so many topics in the Bible that were essential uh, for the knowledge of just life, such as ethics, uh, morality, uh, the issue of sin, the issue of conviction, the issue of the commandments of God, the issue of government, family, law. Children were commonly taught to read the, read the Bible, memorize the Bible, quote the Bible, <clears throat> and now... We have all of this queer indoctrination that's, le what, where's it going to take us? It's only going to take us to more and more torturing of kids. It's hard to say this stuff, folks. 
It's going to take us to more trafficking of, of children, violating children, unimaginable horrors everywhere, all in the name of entertainment. You watch this filth pouring out of Disney. I wish I could send every one of you watching this, the video I watched this morning. All of this is going to lead, it's in, again, it's in the, in the name of entertainment. It's going to lead to more feeding of the monsters of debauchery. It's just plaguing America. And I've said time and again, and this is what we've got to be contending for. We need to be praying and contending for an awakening of America's conscience. We need a cleansing and a healing from the Holy Spirit to stop this madness. This is for our kids, folks. This is what we're fighting for. This is what we're contending for. And I'm praying today again for God's sake, I'm calling on each and every one of you in your city, in your region. Pray up, stand up, speak up, fight against this spirit, these unclean spirits in our nation. Take your place of authority. Take your influence and fight against this evil. Fight for the souls of the innocent kids. Fight for our beautiful children. I'm going to say it again. This is not our new normal. So, Father, we pause to pray right now. We come into agreement right now in your most holy name. Almighty God, Father in heaven, we ask you, raise up deliverers. Raise up deliverers. Raise up protectors. Raise up reformers. Father, raise up educational reformers in the name of Jesus. Those, Lord, that you're speaking to right now to homeschool their kids, may they take courage, rise up. Those that are praying about pulling their children out of public school, I pray, God, give them the yes right now. Give them the witness to homeschool their kids. Pull them out of public schools. Those, Father, that you are speaking to, to launch a Christian school, give them the yes, give them the ability, give them the wisdom, give them the plan, give them the blueprints, Father, we pray. I pray that you would raise up educational reformers, raise up fathers and mothers, raise up aunts and uncles and, and grandparents and teachers in this hour, Father. Raise up fathers, raise up healers, raise up mothers, raise up defenders, raise up avengers on this evil, Father. Father, raise those up that will become a weapon in your hand to destroy this evil in our country, I pray. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We make this decree today that children are a heritage from the Lord, an offspring and a reward from him like arrows in the hand of a warrior are children born from one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in the court. Father God, I pray that you would light a fire today. Light a fire in your church. Light a fire in, your, in my friends and your friends, Father. Light up this realm of education, Father. Turn our leadership back to you. Turn us to a system that will honor you, that will honor your word, an education that will honor and value the commandments of the Lord. Father, raise up your leaders. Raise up your leaders. 
Father, we decree today that our children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. Hallelujah. That's Isaiah 54, verse 13, friend. Great will be their peace. Father, we bless the United States of America from the Carolinas to California today. From Alaska to Hawaii to Florida, we pray God a sweeping transformation of society by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, launch us into the harvest until your return. And I bless your people, Lord, and I strengthen them today. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. I want to segue over to inviting you to our Glory and Fire Conference. It's coming August 12th, 13th, and 14th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday with our guest, Dutch Sheets, Pastor John Kilpatrick, and myself. You can find out more information about this. Go to victoryfla.com. Again, that's victoryfla.com. Share this with hungry hearts. Share it with friends. We've got hundreds. Of, we've we've just opened registration two weeks ago. We've got hundreds of people registering right now. You want to make sure that you're part of this. Mark your calendars now. Get online. Registration is only ten dollars uh, per person. We keep the registration low to just. Obviously, because times are tight for everybody, we understand that. We understand the reality of gas money and travel and all of that. We've got people coming from all over. Registration is $10 per person to help us with expenses. You don't want to miss it. I believe this rally, this gathering is going to have very large significance and impact for the kingdom of God. And for your assignment, your heavenly assignment, for the anointing that God's put on your life, for clarity, for direction. I believe it's going to be a powerful time. Again, those of you that know the ministry of Dutch Sheets, my goodness, uh, also Pastor John Kilpatrick, both of these mighty generals in the kingdom of God um, and fathers. So thankful for them. Dutch Sheets will be with us. That'll be August 12th. Dutch will be ministering August 13th. That Saturday, Pastor Kilpatrick and then myself on Sunday nights. That's Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. We're also going to be having a prayer rally for America on that uh, Saturday morning. You want to join us, go to victoryfla.com. You want to register for the conference. It's going to be powerful. Don't miss it. Also, want to say a few things. You can become a monthly partner at any amount. Help us. Stand with us. You can become a monthly partner with the ministry. You can go to victoryfla.com. Go to our giving page to become a partner. Whatever you can do, $10 a month, $15, $20 a month. And I just want to say I'm so thankful on the behalf of my wife and I, our ministry. We are so grateful, so thankful for all ge uh, generous donations to our ministry. God's people are generous. I want to thank all of you, you that are sowing for our Miracle Campus, our Miracle Property here in Sarasota, Florida for Victory. And ask the Lord what he might have you do. Again, I am just totally humbled and stunned by the generosity of God's people and what is happening. And um, again, guys, I uh, want to thank you. Just thank you for being a part with us on the torch. I pray that somehow this has been an encouragement to you. I pray it calls you to the front lines. I pray that I call you upward and forward in faith, not retreating, 
but moving and advancing forward for the kingdom of God. Be strong, amen? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God in these evil days. This is our time for victory. It is our time for triumph in Jesus' name, amen? Before we close out, I want to go back to our opening scripture that I brought right out of Psalm 112. Here it is again. For the righteous will never be moved. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. Guys, let your heart be steady. Let it be anchored. Fight the good fight of faith. May you be anchored in Christ alone. I bless you guys in Jesus' name. Until I see you next time, here on The Torch, keep the fire burning. We'll see you then.